0: Let my prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God.
1: The Lord's name be praised. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now, as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the masper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times, to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorious They made a calf in Horeb, and worshipped a molten image. Thus they exchanged their glory for the image of a calf that feeds on hay. And they forgot God their Saviour, Who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and fearful things by the Red Sea. So he said he would have destroyed them, had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the gap to turn away his wrathful indignation, lest he should destroy them. Then they scorned that pleasant lad, and gave no credence to his word, but murmured in their time, and did not hearken to the voice of the Lord. Then he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations, and to scatter them in all the land. They joined themselves to pay Pahor and ate the offerings to the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their wanton deeds and the plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and interceded, and so the plague was ended, and that was counted to him as righteousness. Among all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that he punished Moses for their misdeeds. For they provoked him to anger so that he spoke rashly with his lips. Neither did they destroy the peoples, as the Lord commanded them, but intermingled among the nations, and learned their heathen ways so that they worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them. They offered their sons and their daughters to demons, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan, and the land was defiled with blood. Thus were they defiled by their own works, and went whoring with their own deeds. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, and he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them over into the hands of the nations, and those who hated them were lords over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and held them in subjection. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled against him through their own devices, and were brought down in their wickedness. Nevertheless, when he saw their adversity, when he heard their lamentation, he remembered his covenant and pitied them according to the multitude of his mercy. He made all those who led them away captive to pity them. Deliver us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and make our boast of your praise. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, from everlasting and world without end. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: A reading from the second book of Maccabees. It happened also that seven brothers and their mother were arrested, and were being compelled by the king under torture with whips and cords to partake of unlawful swine's flesh. One of them, acting as their spokesman, said, What do you intend to ask and learn from us? For we are ready to die rather than transgress the laws of our fathers. The king fell into a rage and gave orders that pans and cauldrons be heated. These were heated immediately, and he commanded that the tongue of their spokesman be cut out, and that they scalp him and cut off his hands and feet, while the rest of the brothers and the mother looked on. When he was utterly helpless, the king ordered them to take him to the fire, still breathing, and to fry him in the pan. The smoke from the pan spread widely, but the brothers and their mother encouraged one another to die nobly, saying, The Lord God is watching over us, and in truth has compassion on us, as Moses declared in his song that bore witness against the people to their faces, when he said, And he will have compassion on his servants. After the first brother had died in this way, they brought forward the second for their sport. They tore off the skin of his head with the hair and asked him, Will you eat rather than have your body punished limb by limb? He replied in the language of his fathers and said to them, No. Therefore he, in turn, underwent tortures as the first brother had done. And when he was at his last breath, he said, You accursed wretch, you dismiss us from this present life, but the king of the universe will raise us up to an everlasting renewal of life, because we have died for his laws. After him, the third was the victim of their sport. When it was demanded, he quickly put out his tongue and courageously stretched forth his hands and said nobly, I got these from heaven, and because of his laws I disdain them, and from him I hope to get them back again. As a result, the king himself and those who were with him were astonished at the young man's spirit, for he regarded his sufferings as nothing. When he too had died, they maltreated and tortured the fourth in the same way, and when he was near death he said, One cannot but choose to die at the hands of men and to cherish the hope that God gives of being raised again by him. But for you there will be no resurrection to life. Next they brought forward the fifth and maltreated him. But he looked at the king and said, Because you have authority among men, mortal though you are, you do what you please. But do not think that God has forsaken our people. Keep on then and see his mighty power when you and your descendants are in torment. After him they brought forward the sixth, and when he was about to die he said, Do not deceive yourself in vain, for we are suffering these things on our own account, because of our sins against our own God. Therefore astounding things have happened, but do not think that you will go unpunished for having tried to fight against God. The mother was especially admirable and worthy of honorable memory. Though she saw her seven sons perish within a single day, she bore it with good courage because of her hope in the Lord. She encouraged each of them in the language of their fathers. Filled with a noble spirit, she fired her woman's reasoning with the man's courage, and said to them, I do not know how you came into being in my womb. It was not I who gave you life and breath, nor I who set in order the elements within each of you. Therefore, The creator of the world, who shaped the beginning of mankind and devised the origin of all things, will in his mercy give life and breath back to you again, since you now forget yourselves for the sake of his laws. Antiochus felt that he was being treated with contempt, and he was suspicious of her reproachful tone. The youngest brother, being still alive, Antiochus not only appealed to him in words, but promised with oaths that he would make him rich and enviable if he would turn from the ways of his fathers, and that he would take him for his friend and entrust him with public affairs. Since the young man would not listen to him at all, the king called the mother to him and urged her to advise the youth to save himself. After much urging on his part, she undertook to persuade her son— But leaning close to him, she spoke in their native tongue as follows, deriding the cruel tyrant. My son, have pity on me. I carried you nine months in my womb and nursed you for three years and have reared you and brought you up to this point in your life and have taken care of you. I urge you, my child, to look at the heaven and the earth and see everything that is in them and recognize that not out of things that already existed did God make them. And so too the human race comes into being. Do not fear this butcher, but prove worthy of your brothers. Accept death, so that in God's mercy I may get you back again along with your brothers. Now as she was speaking, the young man said, What are you waiting for? I will not obey the king's command, but I obey the command of the law that was given to our fathers through Moses. But you, who have contrived all sorts of evil against the Hebrews, will certainly not escape the hands of God. For we are suffering because of our own sin. And if our living Lord is angry for a little while to rebuke and discipline us, he will again be reconciled with his own servants. But you, unholy wretch, you most defiled of all men, do not be elated in vain and puffed up by uncertain hopes when you raise your hand against the children of heaven. You have not yet escaped the judgment of the Almighty, all-seeing God. For now, our brothers, after enduring a brief suffering, have fallen to an ever-flowing life under God's covenant. But you, by the judgment of God, will receive just punishment for your arrogance. I, like my brothers, give up body and life for the laws of our fathers, appealing to God to show mercy soon to our nation, and by afflictions and plagues to make you confess that he alone is God and through me and my brothers to bring to an end the wrath of the Almighty that has justly fallen on our whole nation. The king fell into a rage and handled him worse than the others, being exasperated at his scorn. So he died in his integrity, putting his whole trust in the Lord. Last of all, the mother died after her sons. Let this be enough, then, about the eating of sacrifices and the extreme tortures. Here ends the reading.
1: He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and me. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: A reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisting together a crown of thorns they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand, and kneeling before him they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. As they went out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. They compelled this man to carry his cross. And when they came to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests, with the scribes and elders, mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I am the Son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani? That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders, hearing it, said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed, And gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you had prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people, in the communion of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. O God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness, Graciously hear the devout prayers of your church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God